Welcome to Mind Over Money, the podcast that helps Australians have finances at work, and it all starts without thinking. I'm your host, Lockie Nicholson, and I'm joined by Archie France. Hi, Archie. G'day, Lachlan. G'day, everyone. Today's discussion is about how to adjust your finances to changing circumstances. How we approach change really matters, and yet it's not something that we often talk about a lot. So we're going to talk about it today and give you three simple steps to help you adjust your finances when life throws you a curveball. So adjusting our money to our circumstances, how are we going to do it? Mm. You know, our, our brain, it's really wired, you know, to protect us. It's wired to pick up negativity, you know, anything that could be a challenge or, or you know, dangerous to us. And uh, so it, it hates to change. Uh, it hates to expend energy. Uh, so if we understand our brain, we can start to understand why we do things that we do. <laughs> yeah. And... But the thing is, we've got to change. The world is changing. Everything's changing around us. And from a health point of view, like a mental health point of view, finding solutions is a key. So being able to find a way forward, being able to work through the change is is key to keeping good mental health. Yeah, definitely. There's always going to be change in life and we've got to build resilience if we're going to thrive. And so challenges can be good for us if we have the right mindset to approach them. Hmm. I remember reading about this in a book about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And one thing that someone with a growth mindset realizes is that life can get tough. In fact, it can even get tougher sometimes as we get older. Um, But as we keep climbing up the mountain, the view gets better. And so it's not that we're expecting Hmm. everything to get easier all the time. But as we keep journeying up that mountain, we keep getting that better view. And, you know, life gets better because we get better. We become more resilient and we start to thrive in life. When you're saying resilience there, what do you mean by resilience? Uh, I think when it comes to our finances, I think resilience is that ability to change, that ability to see opportunities where there are challenges and actually move towards those mm, with solutions. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, we can't do it on our own. We need, we need to have people around us to help us do that. Working in finances, yeah. we see a lot of change happening in people's world. I mean, you're meeting with a lot of people all the time, every week, and you're seeing all these examples yeah. of change. And and um, sometimes, because we're in our own world, we don't we don't see some of those situations uh, that's happening to other people mm. around us. Um, so we've just created a quick list mm. of some real life examples of financial change. Well, one thing I wanted to bring first though is that our brain, when we're talking about negativity. Yeah, the thing about negativity is that 80% of our thoughts are negative and then 95% of our thoughts are just the same thought again. Mm. So we've, we've got this real challenge of overcoming negativity in our thinking. Uh, and that's what I loved about your description of resilience is um, it's moving from negativity into a solutions focus, a positive focus, you know, finding a yeah. way forward. Uh, that, that's really where we get our resilience, especially around our finances there. Yeah, so so let's talk about those challenges, uh, you know, real life examples there. So these these are the ones we come across all the time. So in the in the work that we do, first one we've got here is you're expecting your first child, maybe your second child. Um, so you could be going from two incomes back to one income, and that can be quite a large impact on your overall yeah. finances to see you know that second paycheck not there anymore. You know, we may not qualify for Centrelink benefits because we've been on two incomes. And so we, we're not going to pick up any family benefits. And so we're just trying to survive on one income and a bit of paid parental leave. So that, that one can be tough. The higher our income, 
the harder it is. I generally find, you know, the lower the income, the better it is. Um, but yeah, the higher the income, the harder <laughs> it is. Yeah. Another one here is uh, you've been renting really cheap. Maybe you've been renting in a share house for like 150 a week or something, but now you're married. Mm. So you've got to find a new place and, uh, you know, to rent a home for you and your spouse. It could be $400, $500 a week. Uh, plus you've got to pay all these bills and utilities that you might have been sharing with your mates. Mm. There's a big change. Or maybe you, you've you been renting with your partner and then you guys are about to buy a home um, and then you realize that, oh, buying a home actually has some extra costs to it on top of the rent. So you could be looking at another 20 or 30 grand more um, than renting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that impact, if we're not looking, looking at that impact, um, it can, it can suddenly hit. Yeah. And you know, you find your three, your 300, $400 a week down in, you know, after it, after it happens and you go and hang on, where, where's all my money gone? Uh, <laughs> I do, I do look back at my teenage years uh, and I think, wow, I had a lot of disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> it yes. was more so just a lot of unallocated income, uh, a lot just going to coffee and Cassie. Yeah. Yep. So the next one we got here is you've changed jobs uh, to get out of a high stress environment, get into a, you know, something that you, you're more um, passionate about and uh, more flexible. So it works better with mm. your lifestyle, but you've, you've lost 30,000 yep. of income. Uh, so that, that's going to have a big impact on cash flow, and and how you think and how you operate. It doesn't mean that you're going to do worse. You know, you're going to be worse off. It just means that something's mm. got to change, and you've got to really look at things and understand things from a dis- different perspective. Now, I would say you're better off. Oh, look, you can be. Yeah, yeah. If you're a less stressed person, that's going to yield good results over a long period yeah. of time. So. Yep. But you can see how like the negative thoughts will cut cut in in all these situations of, oh, where am I going to get the money from? How's this going to work? You know, my life is over. Um, yeah, we, we have all these negative thoughts that just run through our mind and start bombarding us. So true. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. Mm. One of your cars has died suddenly. Ah. And uh, you don't want to get a car loan. So you've got to save, let's say, $15,000 ASAP to replace a car while managing that one car maybe in your family for a short period of time. And you've got to fight that temptation not to go to the car yard on the weekend and buy a new one on debt. So that's uh, that's a common one that mm. we see. Yeah, yeah. So the negative thoughts will be to run out and fix the problem straight away by buying another car. Uh, whereas we're we're saying, okay, if you if you want to do better in your finances, you've got to change yep. that around and look at it differently. How can we move ahead with this uh, with this situation and come out a winner? Uh, next one we got here is your partner wants to switch from full time to part time, uh, which equates to you know forty thousand less in income, so that they can study at uni. So that means hex debt mm. or paying for paying mm. for studies. So quite a bit of change there, yeah. um, but it does mean could mean a better better future. Uh, but yeah, how are you going to handle that? How are you going to make that change and and make it work to your yeah. benefit? Another one is uh, you're starting a business and you've now got to juggle those that after hours work to get that business up and running while still working. So, you know, there might be some mm. costs to starting up that business, but there's also a lot of time you need to put in. Mm. That can be a, a juggle. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got to make the switch. You've got to know yep. when to actually turn off that job and turn on the business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good challenges <laughs> around that one. And, and we've seen some really good wins there as well. But again, the negative thoughts are going to hit. So that's what we've got to watch out for. Okay, so you've lost your job due to an unexpected health turn and it looks like you're not going to go back to work. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
there's a there's a lot of negative thoughts around this one. Yeah. There can be a lot of stress and a lot of pressure in this mm, one. Especially if you don't have insurance. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you're coming up to retirement. Oh, and all of a sudden it's 10 years away, just like that. Boom, life goes quick, but you realize your super isn't where it could be and you've got a sizable home loan still left. So at this stage in life, you've got FOMO all around you. People are buying caravans, getting ready for retirement. But mm. here you are, you've got this debt, mm. you got to get it down and you got to get the super up ASAP. Is that yes. common, Archie? <laughs> yeah. And yes, it is. Yeah, I see it too often. Uh, I think a better way of saying retirement is you're going to finish work, right? So, so you want to cut back your work hours right back or have, you know, or not work at all and start doing other things, um, put your focus elsewhere. So a lot of people, you know, th- look at the retirement word as a bad word. So that's already got negative connotations. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to start changing our wording yep. even, you know, so that we can get past these things. Yeah. Well, these are some of those real everyday scenarios that any of these could actually happen to us. And it's not just the finances that were changing in each of those examples. Notice it was a lot of a different emotions that come with each of those situations. So whether it's starting a family, losing a loved one, maybe losing a job, a car, a home, taking on the risk of a new business, you're, you're facing different fears in different seasons. Yeah, there's very, very real fears around loss. So we're, we're loss averse. So, you know, any change in income where income goes down, that's a major hit. We, we really get hit big time in our yeah. emotions. And the studies show us, you know, that we'll, we'll have a, out of one to 10, we'll have a 10 emotional hit <laughs> when our money goes down. Uh, if we have a win and we get a better job, our emotional hits like three. Wow. On the scale of one to 10, it's like we hardly notice it. We just go, oh, yeah, I've got a pay rise. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Yeah, but when that when that money drops, yeah, that's when things really hit uh, emotionally and we start reacting. After the break, we'll give you three steps we've identified to help you navigate change in your finances. Back in a bit. So life is always changing. We've got different seasons, bring different change, different challenges. Uh, And so how do we adjust to change in and around our finances? Well, we've got three simple steps we've identified to help you here. Uh, Number one, we talked about this before. Um, It was to overcome the negative voices. So according to a study by the National Science Foundation, the average person has about 12 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Wow. That's a big range, actually. (laughs) Wow. It just shows that some people in the room aren't really thinking and some people are thinking a lot. <laughs> well, I reckon it's who, who has the coffee. You got, to, you got to think about the movie Red and, you know, the little, there's the squirrel that has the coffee and, you know, he's, he's already going a million miles an hour and he just goes even faster. <laughs> uh, I would say I'm pretty high up on that scale, actually. I think I'd be pushing 80,000 a day. But of those twelve to 80,000, let's say, uh, 80% are actually negative and 95% are repetitive thoughts. So we are mostly repeating negative thoughts. Mm. So basically we're thinking a lot more negative than we are thinking positive thoughts. But once we remove yeah. that negativity, remove those negative thoughts, we can start to be solutions focused. And that's what we want to be if we want to move ahead in our finances. We have to get unstuck yeah. from the negativity so that we can see the opportunities around us and find solutions towards them. Yeah. It, it is a decision. You've got to decide to find a solution. It's the only way you can actually stop the negative thoughts is decide to find a solution. 
when we're working with people, I see this over and over. When when I'm talking to someone and, you know, they want to achieve something and, you know, we hit a roadblock and I, I let them know what the roadblock is. And if I see that person go down a solutions focus going, okay, what do we, what can we do to get around this? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know we're going to win because, because that solutions focus means that they're open to change and they're open to adjusting whatever needs to be adjusted. If, if the person says to me, you know, throws their hands up and starts crying, um, I know we're stuck <laughs> because, because we can't move forward. Uh, because this this roadblock is an actual roadblock now, and it's not gonna we're not gonna get past it until they decide to find a solution. Hmm. So it is important. It it makes a massive difference. So number two is to have a support team. So we can't process change alone. It, some, sometimes we've got to have a sounding board. We've got to have someone that we can put our ideas to, and get some get some good feedback mm. on. Uh, we especially want them to pull out those negative thoughts and, and uh, you know, tell us to get rid of those <laughs> <laughs> and help us to uh, work through whatever the solutions are that we're, we're starting to think about and, uh, and, and affirm those positive thoughts that we're starting to have there. Yeah. So it's, it's really great when you've got that support team, whether we're single because we've all got our own thoughts um, or whether we're in a, in a couple situation uh, you know, we're needing another person in there that can really help us to work things through and, and f- help find that solution that we're needing. Mm. Sometimes the solution is to know that everything's okay and point out what the actual win is that's coming out of this situation. And uh, that's, that's all we need sometimes. And generally from a financial point of view, we're noticing that there's at least $20,000 a year on the table. Wow. And... Uh, a lot mm. of people say to us, you know, that there can't be that much money on the table. And it's like, yes, yes, there is. Because when we don't know what we're doing, that money will disappear. Yeah. And, and there's, there's many ways it will disappear. But when we know what we're doing, we're going to achieve all the goals that we set out to achieve. Uh, we're going to get those wins and we're going to see a lot more money back in our pocket whether that's in super, paying off debt or um, building investments or, you know, other forms of income coming in, we're just going to see that sort of win every year. And, and yeah. it goes up from 20, depending on people's circumstances. I've seen it go as high as $100,000 a year, uh, depending on, you know, people's circumstances and where they are in life. Because we, we've always got to think that, you know, when it comes to finances, yeah, there's this compounding effect. And mm. so we can start off really small now, but then you get 20, 30 years out, further out, and that compound effect is starting to add $100,000 a year mm. to your life you know, without you do, having to do anything. Uh, yeah, so getting that team around you that can really help you stay focused you know, and give you that support that you need, that's really important. And we don't know what we don't know um, yeah. when it comes to finances. We're not, <laughs> we're not all experts at this. So sometimes we just don't know what's available to us. Mm. Um, we don't know how something works. We often have people come to us to get a home loan and they think they know how to get a home. And when we start mm. working with them, they realize actually they don't, they don't know how to get a home. They're not mm. sure what they're doing. And so, yep. and so a broker is someone that can guide them through that process and, and get everything yeah. lined up to get them ready. Yep. Good example, that one. 
Okay, number three, the last tip is to set up a system. So remember, step number one was overcome the negative voices. Step number Mm. two was to have a support team. And step number three, you can think of these as steps, is to set up a cash flow system. A cash flow system is more than a budget. It's a clear way of thinking. It's a clear way of communicating and operating with our finances, uh, with ourselves and with others that are on the journey with us. Mm. So why, why do we need a clear system, Archie? Oh, yeah, we've, we've got to get past those negative thoughts and have that solution. So, so this system is all about help, helping us find the solutions that we need and, and keep moving us forward. Mm. And that, that then helps us to destroy those negative voices and negative thoughts that we're having. So we can see you know, how much have we improved over the last month or over the last six months or the last year or the last mm. five years. We've got to keep our focus on where we're heading and and how we're improving. So the classic would be, you know, years ago I heard someone say, uh, you're looking at two people and they both have $50,000 each. Which one's winning and which one's losing? Mm. And you can't tell unless you look at their backstory. And so so the, so the one person's backstory might be that they've never had money until this last year and things went into place for them and suddenly they've saved $50,000. The other person's backstory might be that they had a million dollars five years ago and now they have 50000 because they've been mm. losing it. Mm. Yeah. So we can't tell how we're going unless we're looking at that backstory. Yeah. And, and then comparing it against, you know, how we, how we want to be. So we've got to be able to track things and, mm. and track our goals and track what's happening in our finances. And, mm. and then when we come across a problem, this is very common for us, when we come across a problem, we can go in and find out why there's, why there's a problem and what's causing the problem. So, and that helps us to find solutions. Yep. Yeah, solutions focused. Yeah, look, I had someone say to me years ago that, uh, that we'd stolen all this money off them. And I'm like, mate, there's no way we can steal money off you. We don't have access to your money. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, and, it, and look, it turned out that in their situation, they had spent $50,000 that they'd forgotten about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once we went into the system and we tracked it, we found that yep. 50000 that they'd spent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and once we solved the problem, they were happy again and they got on with life and they knew why they'd done it <laughs> and what had <laughs> happened and then put their focus back on their journey and kept moving forward and they did really well. Mm, but nice. that one thing, that one thing could have totally derailed them because they mm. felt like they'd failed and they'd forgotten what had happened. Yeah, and, okay. and and didn't realize what the backstory was. Yeah. Yeah, and we fixed it. So we we need a clear system. We need yeah. a clear system that can show us our money, what's committed, yeah, uh, what's free what's changing yeah. Um, yeah. and that can allow us to adjust again mm. being solutions minded that can overcome yeah. that negativity otherwise yeah. we're yeah. just left to our own thoughts like you said in that example mm. um, when we're left to our own thoughts that's not good <laughs> because yeah. that's where fear and doubt worry can step in and actually take over our decisions yeah. take over our decision making and I guess we talked about before about yeah. negative thoughts uh, <clears> given <throat> we can have so many on any day a system what it does is help us take action and mm. action is what overcomes those negative thoughts when we're yep. moving forward. If we, if we don't do anything and we stay still, that's when the thoughts keep repeating and we get those symptoms of, you know, worry and anxiety. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, so w- we've been seeing such great results from what we do um, to mm. help people uh, with being that, you know, as advocates, being that person that's part of their, um, part of their team and, mm. and having yeah. other people, you know, helping 
put things in place as well, which could be accountants, lawyers, um, mm. financial planning, and mm. business um, but coaches. Also, yeah. Yep, business coaches. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then having the system that allows us to actually work things through. Uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's where we see our results. Yeah, that's where we get that whole picture, that entire yeah. story, because we're tracking the goals, the wealth, that whole financial picture. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And keep moving. Um, like the classic would be, you know, years ago we had high interest rates. You know, we got up to 9%, and this would be before the global financial crisis. And, and people were saying to me, well, I need to sell my house. I, you know, I can't afford this. And I'm going, no, stick, stick with the plan. Hang in there. These interest mm. rates won't stay here. Yep. And, and for those people that stuck with the plan, you know, they saw the interest rates drop dramatically. They got in and paid their homes off. They did really well. The people who sold their homes, they, they lost mm. be, yep. because they didn't hang in there and they didn't wait for the change to come through. And they actually lost their home. They lost their ability to get ahead. Um, and, you know, it had big, big impacts. Mm. And, that was because, and that was because of the negativity that was happening at the time. That's also a good point to maybe wrap up on is that if we are feeling like we're in a negative situation or we just feel like we're hanging in there, I guess the encouragement is that life will keep changing. So hang yeah. in there. Don't, yeah. don't give up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah things, will, things will get better. But we've got to make a decision to overcome that negativity and, and yeah. look for solutions because there could be opportunities mm. in this season right now that are yep. about to set you up for the next season. And yep. we don't know when that next season is going to be. Could be tomorrow, could be next mm. month, could be next year, could be today. Yeah, even people who've lost their jobs because of health reasons, you know, unable to work again and feeling like their life is over, we've been able to help them get their income system sorted out mm. and get them into a great place where they're now enjoying their life and going, wow, mm. I never knew this existed. They didn't mm. know the money that existed. They didn't know how super worked and how that could benefit them. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and so we've seen great turnarounds there as well. So every one of those examples we gave, we, we've helped people get through all of those. And it's such a good feeling when you get through it and out the other side and you get on to the next challenge because the next yeah. challenge will, will come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why we need financial resilience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, Archie. Thanks for the chat today. This is great. Mm. Hey, if you've enjoyed this discussion, uh, let us know. There's an email in the show notes uh, or you can click through to our website and send us a message. Um, you can also ask us questions. Uh, we have upcoming Q&A episodes, so you can submit your questions and we'll answer them on the show for you. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, leave us a review. Let us know how you're finding the show and especially get us in some questions. That'd be fantastic. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, guys. So Mind Over Money is for education purposes only, does not consider your personal financial situation. So if you need to speak to someone about your personal financial situation, including home loans, head over to our website. We can hook you up with someone that can really help you there. Waymakerpodcast.com.au, that's where you want to head to.